Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekend Teacher Podcast. I have a friend named Rachel who's been teaching in churches for over 50 years. She claims that after the Gospels, Romans should be studied more than any other New Testament book. What do you think? Is she right? My friend's declaration draws us into the theme of today's podcast. What curriculum should be used? To begin with, you might consider your ultimate objectives. If your goal is to educate people so that they have a thorough knowledge of the Bible, you might select curriculum differently than someone whose primary objective is to educate people so that they know the primary doctrines of a particular faith group. So the first step in deciding what curriculum to use is to revisit your objectives for the educational experience. One of the assignments I give my students is to create a list of the top 20 Bible stories that everyone should know. It takes them much longer than they expect to refine the list because there's so much quality content to choose from, and any decision to include a story excludes something else from a spot on the top 20 list. Coming at this concept from a different perspective, we might ask, which passages of Scripture receive the most attention in our churches? Are there certain parts of the Bible that we cite more than others? Conversely, which parts of the Bible are neglected or avoided? This tells us something about the judgments we're making in regard to what's most important. These types of decisions are made every week in churches around the world. What will we teach? What will we emphasize? And what will we not teach? But regardless of what is emphasized, most of us would agree that the Bible should be the primary text as a resource for the spiritual formation of Christians. So having acknowledged that the Bible should be the primary text, we then need to ask, what other content or resources might be helpful in training disciples of Jesus? What other subjects should be addressed? How about conflict resolution? The spiritual disciplines? Church history? World religions? And social issues like poverty? What about parenting strategies or service learning and understanding worldviews of culture? What about a course or a class in systematic theology focusing on God, Jesus, humans, sin, etc.? What about financial management and stewardship? Or a series of worship practices like communion and baptism? Marriage building? Reconciliation between races? You might even offer a class that equips people with skills and resources to improve their teaching. There are plenty of subjects we might address as the church helps people grow in their faith and maturity in Christ. But if you're not sure which of these to teach... There are some other questions you could ask, like what am I most passionate about right now? What's on my heart? What have I recently studied that might be a blessing to others? Another question to consider is what does your class or audience need to hear? What situation or event requires a response? I remember the night of April 21st, 1999. I was serving as a youth minister at a church just outside of Denver. I honestly don't remember what I planned to talk about that night, but the conversation we did have is etched in my memory. The events at Columbine High School had just occurred the day before, and several of our students attending that school were intensely affected by the shooting. The curriculum for that night became listening to testimonies, comforting the morning, processing experiences, and claiming the promises of a peaceful God who is faithful to save despite the violence in our world. So while it's important to plan what we teach, it's also important to know your context and recognize when to go a different direction. I'm aware that all the weekend teachers listening to this podcast come at education in the church from different backgrounds and with different levels of interest. So not everyone may want to know the technical terms for what we're talking about today. But I want to go ahead and tell you, 
The explicit curriculum is the content presented as primary material for the learning time. The explicit curriculum might be 2 Timothy, or the crucifixion, or any number of other subjects. In contrast, the null curriculum is content that will not be covered or taught. An illustration might be the migratory habits of monarch butterflies. This would be somewhat misplaced, unless you intended it as an illustration of some greater point about the intelligent design of a creative deity. But on the whole, monarch butterflies won't be the topic of a typical Bible class. It would be a null curriculum. There is one other type of curriculum, the hidden curriculum. But I want to talk about that in the next episode of the Weekend Teacher Podcast. I hope you'll join us. I'm Dr. Houston Heflin. Until next time, remember, how we select content to teach impacts what they learn. And if you found this free podcast helpful in some way, you can help me out by leaving a rating on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. As always, I want to remind you that you can find me on the Facebook page. You can find us at theweekendteacher.com or you can email me at theweekendteacher at gmail.com.